Hey, good morning, everybody. We are on Chaf Dalad Amun Aleph. We are nineteen lines down in the Gemara. Um, so we just talked about the fact that the pasuk tells me, or that the the Mishnah said, sorry, that the mitzvah begadol yabim. Right, so they really the oldest brother um, is supposed to is the uh, one who has the first opportunity or obligation to do yibum. Um, however, if a younger brother would do yibum also, so that would that would work. Um, and the way that we got that concept was in the pasuk So you see mitzvah begadol. Uh, which is very problematic because the words are referring to the, to the fact that the baby that is born, the eldest son that is born from this new union should be say, named after, should be Yikare al Shem. We'll see if it means being named or not. Uh, be, being called after the, uh, the brother who had passed away. So how does that teach me in any way that the, um, that the oldest brother should be the one to Yibam. It's two totally different Bechors we're talking about here. Um, so the Gemara made a drasha. The Gemara made a drasha and Rashi explained to us that you read the Pasuk kind of as two Pesukim put together, you know, that Yavam Yavu Aleha Vaya Bechor, right? That, 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 that who should do the, the uh, um, should, should do this Yibam, it should be the Bechor who does it. Fine. So the Gemara now, where we are, is going to ask um, some questions about the fact that the language of the of the Torah clearly is impl- implying the exact opposite or something very different, and how does that work when you have a pasuk when the Jerusha's Chazal really undercuts the simple pshat in the pasuk? So it says the Gemara's follows: Amar Rava Afagav the Bechol Tarakula Ein Mikro Yotze Midei Pshuto Hacha Asai Gzeira Shava Afikse Mipashte Legamre. So says Rava that typically, even though usually in the entire Torah, right, we don't have a, a pasuk which leaves, right, meaning you can't take away the simple meaning of the pasuk. Right? Typically, even if you're going to make a jerusha on the pasuk to mean something a little different than the usual, the usual explanation, you don't actually also at the same time remove the real meaning. So like you'll have the real meaning will, will stay and then I'll make a jerusha also to, you know, oh, there's an extra letter or extra word or whatever to teach me some other halacha, right? But here you have the gezer shava, you have this, this connection between these two psukim, right? That yavam to actually uproot the entire meaning. And look at Rashi. Um, look at Rashi says, Rashi says, Ein mikra yotzeim pshuto. Right? Even though you use a drasha, and typically that you don't totally remove the the, the pashup shot, and the pashup shot will remain also. It, the the drasha usually is addition, it's in, in, in addition, but here it comes It says Rashi, "Afak" always means yatsa, right? To take it out. Um, right. Um, that that the the we the the, the simple pshat is vayabu chareshe delayed yikare al shemo achit right it is is you know yikare al shemo right it's going to be called, called by his name so what we're saying now is it's not true 
right, that, that, that the Pasuk by Yabba Chashi comes to teach me that the oldest brother does Yibam, and it does not come to teach me that the child is named after the, this brother who had passed away. So not only do you have a drusha being made, but you've actually uprooted the simple pshat. Right? I think, as we said before, I think most people, when they think about Yibam, the one thing they know is that the child that's born is named after the brother. And we're saying that's actually not the halacha. You don't, you don't do that. That's not, that's, not, that's not the requirement. Okay. I mean, the Pesach is specifically saying that you don't name the child after. Well, it's not, or it's certainly not a requirement. Right? The Pesach says, So if I, I'm translating that Pesach, that says to me, the child that is named comes on the name of the but, but, but if the brother comes in, the, the oldest take the, the, the oldest does Yubam. We're not, we're not, not saying you don't You, you can. It's a, I don't think it's an Isser. I don't think it's an Isser. Right. But the, the point is that, it is that you would think that the Pasuk is telling me the Halacha, that this is what we do, right? And the answer is no. Even though that's, what the, that's the simple Pshan, the Pasuk is that Yakum HaShem HaChiv HaMes, is that the name, again, shame, the Pasuk says, right? Yakum Again, it doesn't have to mean that, but the simple shot the Gemara seems to, to, to assume also is that you would name the child after this person, and that's the, and that's not the halacha. Again, would a person be permitted to lachar? Yes, but the, but they would not be required to do so. It's not part of the part of the mitzvah of Yibo, to name the child. Um, is it also Gemara saying that it's not referring to the baby? It's referring to the yavam. Also true. Yes. Yes. Correct. Right, meaning by Vayah Bechor, the word Bechor, simple pshat, is referring to the child, right? And here Bechor now is referring to the, to the, the brother, correct? Yes, um, absolutely. Okay, so Gemara says, but wait a second, not so fast. So that is, basically Gemara is attacked like, wow, like this is really wild. You're making it, you're not only making a drasha, but you're removing the simple pshat. You're making the, the mikro yodse v'deh pshuto. So the Gemara says, but wait a second. Really? Let's not, this is maybe not as radical as we think it is. Really? You would have thought you would actually name him that way? Right? Is that really true? Look, look carefully at the diktuk at the Pasuk. It's not that simple. Right? Right? Who is the Torah warning? I mean, who is the Torah talking to in this Pasuk? Okay? Leyabim? Um, if it's talking to, to like, sorry, the Yabam, if it's talking to the Yabam himself, talking to him, right? Saying to him, this is what you should do. What should you do? The pastor should say, If it's talking to you, Mr. Brother, Yabam, so it should say, and for you, the child who will be born from your union with this, with your brother-in-law's wife, should be given the name of your brother. That's the way, it would, that's how the Pasuk should, should be stated if it's talking to the, to the brother. Or, or maybe it's talking to the Bezdin, right? The Bezdin is going to oversee the Yibam or the, or the uh, Chalitza. It should say, right? The Bechor is going to be born. The child who will be born should be named after the brother of his father. Right? It should be, it, it should be the, the brother of this boy who's born his father. Right? If it's talking to the Bezdin, that's what it should say. Right? So why does it say, uh, 
Right? That's not the language I would necessarily use if I was trying to tell either the brother or tell the Bezdin how to name the child. That's not what I would necessarily say. So, the Gemara says, well, not so fast. Maybe the Torah is saying as follows. The is talking to the Bezdin. It says, Tell the Yabam, Yakum, Achif. Maybe the Pasuk is saying to the Yabam, to the, it's, the Pasuk is talking to the Bezdin and saying to the Bezdin, you tell the Yabam that the name of the child should be like his brother's name. All right, do that, and that, and that, would, and that would work. Okay. Ella, so, so that's the Gemara's answer. So, Ella, so the answer is, so rather, what do you see? No, the Gemara's question is still a real question, because really, yes, I could read the Pasuk as saying, Bezdin, your job, have this, this couple get married, and then the child that's born should, go, should be named after his brother, right? The Yabam's brother. And we're talking to the Bezdin to tell, to tell, the, uh, to tell the brother. So the Maisa, our, our question is still kind of in place that it, we still have a scenario where the Pasuk is being Yotzim de Pshuto, Lagamre. You're totally removing this simple shot. The simple shot would have been that someone should name the baby after the brother who passed away. And, that's, and now the Pasuk is saying, no, this Pasuk is telling me that the Bechor, the older brother, is the one who does the Yibum. And that is, wow, that is a, a, a totally different shot. Okay. So, Hashida Amris Kra if that's true, says the Gemara, but wait a second, if this is now, now not another challenge to this pshat, if this pshat is really telling me that the oldest brother is the one, the Bechor, the, 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 the is the one who does the Yibam, so maybe, maybe you would say, well, if there's a Bechor, he does Yibam, if there's no Bechor, that a pashut, right, meaning a non before, it doesn't even matter at all. I mean, maybe if this is already the, the, the drush of the pasuk, why don't I take a more extreme view, right, and say that the drush is coming to teach me that the that the only the bechor has the opportunity to do yibum, but a non bechor, no yibum at all. To us, that sounds funny right now, but that meaning maybe you have to have that only the bechor does yibum, any other brother has no mitzvah yibum. Okay, maybe you think such a thing. Um, So the Gemara says, "Im kein, if that would be true, Aishas Achiv Shalohi Abalamo demiate Rachman Alamali." Gemara says, "Well, wait a second. We've talked about for a long, a long time ago. We talked about it for a long time about the concept of Aishas Achiv Shalohi Abalamo, right? Which was the scenario of you have you have Ruvain and you have Shimon, and then you have this, and then Ruvain dies, and then you have a brother. I mean, the truth is, even if you don't have Shimon, right? Ruvain and then and Ruvain dies, and then what happens? His their mother and father have a child after Reuven dies, who in theory was the brother of Reuven, right? But Reuven died before Shimon's born, right? Or Reuven, Shimon, Levi, right? But either way, Reuven was the Bechor, right? And the pasta comes to teach you, no, uh, uh, we, we had a drasha before that that Eishes Achiv, Shalaya Balamo, doesn't do Yibam. What kind of Chiddush is that? I don't need a Chiddush. I don't need such a Chiddush. If it's a Bechor, only, if only the Bechor can do a Yibam, then this brother, who's loyal Balamo, is the younger brother. He's a Pasha, he's not a Bechor. If he's not a Bechor, nothing even to talk about. So the Gemara says, the fact that we have such a concept of Eishas Achim, Shaloya Balamo, and we've excluded him from doing Yibam, what does it mean to teach me? That every other Pasha, every other non-Bechor brother, has a possibility to do Yibam. Right? Okay. Um...
Right, if you look at Rashi, Rashi is Im Kain, it's, like, uh, it's a little further down in the in the Kain lines of Rashi, past around the Gemara. Im Kain, the first of the words in the line are Im Kain. The Pasha la bar Yibam hu. If a Pasha can't do Yibam, Lamali the Niyat Rachamana, Eshes Achim, Shalia bar Lamo. What do we even need the whole thing for? Typically, Mishum the la bar The reason he can't he can't do Yibam is not a bar Zeshanola la Achim, Eshes Achim, the brother who was born after his brother. Fine. So that's what we, what we just said. Okay. So. So so um, so that can't be so again so that more extreme shot before only pasha no that we can't say okay parach rav acha so rav acha asked he says well not so fast again so I'm just to understand the progression here we said once you're telling me before only does a uh, uh, once you tell me that that the pasuk teaches that the bechor is first to the yibum maybe bechor only does yibum. Gemara says, no, no, no. Then how do I know? Then Aishas Achim Shleibalamo that I wouldn't need a pasuk to exclude that case because that person's excluded because he's a non bechor. I don't need the fact that he's a fancy case that he's born later, etc. That I don't need the fact that he's not a bechor. That's enough. The fact that we exclude him specifically because he was born later that shows me that otherwise a pasuk is able to do yibum. So Gemara sort of Acha now counters. No, maybe that pasuk which excluded Aishas Achim Shleibalamo wasn't coming to exclude Aishas Achim Shleibalamo. It's coming to exclude a different case of Bechor. Who's that? Uh, to exclude a scenario where you have a Bechor who's not the Bechor of the father, but a Bechor of their mother. Right? So it's like a, a half-brother who's also a Bechor. Right? Bechor Ima, we've said before that, that the, the brothers from the mother are not, are not typically uh, included in Yibam. However, maybe you think that since he's the Bechor, maybe he'd be included. Comes that Pasuk, which we had used to exclude um, and no, don't exclude that case, exclude Bechor of the mother. Maybe that's what's coming to do. So meaning, and therefore, I could still say, I could still say that this whole Pasuk is coming to, just to tell me Bechor only, and a Pasuk doesn't do you at all. To answer the Gemara, no. Hahula Matis Amris. It's not, we, not, we never have a need to exclude the Bechor of the mother. Why? We've seen this concept before. The Yibum Benachla Talarachmana. Because again, the whole purpose of Yibum, which we're going to see as we move along here in a minute, is the real purpose of Yibum is not about giving the child the name of the, father, of the man who passed away. That's not what this is really about. Yibum is really about Nachla. It's about taking over his land. Whatever land this brother would have had now goes to his brother as opposed to going to somebody else. But the point is that the, when, it, when Yibum takes place, so Ruven dies and Shimon and Shimon uh, marries his wife, what happens? Shimon takes over the Nachla, the Yerusha, right? That, 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 ship, that Reuven would have had, and now he has no child to send it to, so Shimon takes that over by marrying his wife. Shimon will get, when, uh, you know, when their father passes away, Shimon will get his, his chalik in the Nachla. So if that's true, then we're not, you don't need to exclude Bukhra Mi'ima, because the Bukhra from the mother has no, no connection to, to Nachla, no connection to the land that they get, etc. And there's no reason to even think that he would be in- included. Okay. So Gemara tries again. Ve'ema ki ika b'chor tiskayim mitzvah yibam. Ki leika b'chor lo tiskayim mitzvah yibam. So what could you say? Maybe you'll argue that when there's a b'chor, um, then there's a mitzvah yibam. If there's not, then there's not. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, uh, going into the first wide line, Rashi, ve'ema ki ika b'chor, etc. Klomar. Maybe it really is true. It's specifically the case of Bechor. 
This is what the Torah is telling me. If there's a Bechor in front of you, then we do Yibam. Meaning, Bechor is not the only individual who can do Yibam, but it's the Bechor who activates the possibility of Yibam. So once, if there's, no, if there's a Bechor, then anyone can do Yibam, the Bechor or the non-Bechor brother. But if there is no Bechor, then Yibam doesn't start. So if I yah bechor it's not coming to teach me that the mitzvah begadol that the mitzvah is only for him to do, but that the mitzvah only is is done if there is a bechor in the picture. Okay, the nafkalan mid imit eishes achiv shayav b'olamo because you and we, and we because we we actually do exclude eishes achiv shayav b'olamo. Meaning the fact that we exclude eishes achiv shayav b'olamo, what did that show us? It showed us that there is a scenario where a pasha could do a, could do yibam, right? Because again, the whole point the Gemara was saying was, wait a second, once I'm saying the mitzvah is the Chor specifically, so maybe it's only the Bechor. We said, no, that can't be. We exclude Eishas Achim Shalei Balamos. So you see there are scenarios where the Pasha can do a Yibam. Zayn says, ah, so I'll tell you what's going on here. What's going on here is that only when there's a Bechor do we start the whole conversation about Yibam, including a Bechor or a non-Bechor, or you know, a Bechor or a Pasha. But if there's no Bechor, that's when there's not going to be um, any Yibam at all. Right? So maybe that maybe that's what's happening over here. Okay. Um, right. So we said the Amy Kiika Bachor Tiskaimitz Yibum Yid Kileka Bachor Lotiskaimitz Yibum and the Gamara Amarkura Umais Echad Mehem. Right? The Pasuk was one of them dies. Milo Askinan the Mace Bachor Vamrachman Layabim Vamrachman Layabim Katan. Meaning, what's the whole case? The case is, Umeis Echad Mehem. Meis Echad Mehem, Rashi says, look at Rashi, Umeis Echad Mehem, Mash Mishlo Hayasham Elashnaim. Right, you have two, you have two, Kiyeshu Achim Yachdav, you have two brothers together. Again, Achim doesn't have to be two. But if it's, and then it says, and then one of them dies. One of them, again, it depends how you understand the language, but some people would say that means one of many. But he, the, the Gemara wants to say, no, one of, one of them means one of, there's two. There's two ones. One of them does. So the implication is that there were only two there. So what's the case? Right? What, what, what's the simple shot of the case? Is you had two brothers, the older one dies, and the second one goes ahead and, and marries a sister. Right? That's marries the sister-in-law. That's the simple shot. Why, why is that not the simple answer? Simple explanation of the, the most simple explanation of any case of Yibum is you have two brothers, an older and a younger. The older dies, the younger one marries the, sister, marries the wife. That's the simple shot, right? Um, so the Gemara counters, with, uh, not necessarily, says the Gemara, Right? Um, who, who says? Maybe the case is. That again, that the 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 the, the, chi- the the second the younger one is the one who dies, and you have the older one, the bechor is the one who uh, who does yibum. So he says the gemara, no, we already did this, <laughs> right? No, but the fact that that the that the Torah goes ahead and excludes eish acham shleibalamo, so that seems to imply that that's not correct, right? That um. Yeah, that we, again, we said before that, that there are cases of a Pasha who will do Yibam. Okay. 
Fine. So now the Gemara is going to try again. Again, all, all of this is just uh, trying to explain and, and, and extrapolate what this Bechor Shetelayid of the Bechor being the first. Is it really first? Could it be only, etc.? Just trying to kind of to, to pull this out and try. So it says the Gemara again. Ve'ema kileka Bechor kadam katan zacha ve'ika Bechor kadam katan lo zacha. Again, we said in our Mishnah that if there's a, if there's a Bechor or at least the we said older one, right? He goes first, and then if the katan comes in, it works. Maybe we could argue that if there's a bechor, or, or, or sorry, that when there's no bechor, fine, that's when the pashat, the younger kid, the younger one, can go ahead and do, do yibam. But maybe as long as there's a bechor, if the younger one would go in, it wouldn't work. Now maybe that's part of what ha-bechor, a is coming to exclude the katan in a scenario when there is a bechor. At least he goes first. So, Amar Kura, ki yeshu achim yachtav. So Gemara responds, no, we have the two, you know, again, we have the, the, the two b- being put together, right? So it would seem again that, like Rashi says, huksha, one, two, three, four lines down, four lines in the bottom, and Rashi, huksha v'chulay, says Rashi, shavim liyibum, right? They are the same. Ki yeshu achim yachtav, they're together. Implication is they are equals. And since they are equals, they're equally allowed, able to do yibum. Okay, so let's try again. Maybe we should say when there's a Bechor, that's when we go to the older one. But if there's no Bechor, we don't even care who's older. Maybe say that. Right, again, we've said in our Mishnah, Mitzvah Begadol. We didn't say Yibah. We didn't say Bechor. We just said Mitzvah Begadol. So Gemara says, well, maybe this, this Pasuk is teaching me that when there's a Bechor, then we care there's some type of order. Right? Eldest always, you know, always go by the older brother, whether he's a Bechor or not. Um, uh, and maybe if there's again if there's no Bechor then we don't care then any of the brothers there's six brothers any of them could, 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 could uh, go could, could do Yibam whenever they, in, in, any, in any order um, so Gemara says no Alama Tani Abaya Kashisha if that was true why did Abaya say the following the following thing Mitzvah Begadol Liyabim Lo Ratza Hochem Eitza Achiva Katan Lo Ratza Hochem Eitza Hagadol Right, meaning, what, what, did, what, did, what did Abaye tell us? Abaye told us, that the, what, how does, what's the process look like? The mitzvah is for the older one to do it. If he doesn't want to, so then we go to the younger brother. If he also says no, then what do we do? Then we go back to the older brother, in that case. Right? So, and, and by the way, Holchim Eitz Salakatan doesn't necessarily mean to the youngest. The opposite, it actually means to the next in line. You look at Rashi, Hochen Eitza Achif HaKatan, again, three lines in the bottom, Mashma Katan Heimenu, right, younger than him, Vigado Mishar Achif, right, Echa, but, but older than the other. So there's four brothers, the oldest one doesn't want to do it, you go to number two, and then you go to number three, and then you go to number four, you, you go in order of their age. Right, Alma Mehadrinan Agadol the Gadol Kodam, meaning what do you see? You see it's not correct, right? The, 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 Previous try was to say, well, when there's a Bechor, we go in order. When there's not a Bechor, you don't. If that was true, what is Abayah talking about? Abayah clearly saying that, no, we go, if not this one, then the next, then the next, then the next, and we go by age order. So if that was true, um, if Abayah is correct, then it doesn't make sense. Abayah wouldn't have said such a thing if the Jerush again meant to say that if there's a Bechor, you go in order. If not, there's not. So answer the Gabar, no, ki Bechor. Ma Bechor Bechor Raso Garmalo Afgadol. Gudulaso garmalo. 
So maybe you'll say, no, he, he's like a Bechor, right? Meaning it, it's not really the Bechor, but that, yes, it, it, it could still fit with a Baye in the sense that you could say, you know, it doesn't mean Bechor means literally the oldest, but it means that the, we, go, we go in order from the oldest. Okay, if that's true, that's fine, but that's not really what our original, you know, what the Gemara was originally trying to accomplish here. Um, but the bottom line is that that is the, you know, that, that would still work. At least this one isn't totally rejected, that there's a possibility. You could say that when there's a Bechor, so you go at least in order of the, you know, in, um, whenever there's an older brother, you go in the, in the order of the, the eldest, which is basically what our, our mission has already told us, this concept. Okay. Um, fine. But the Gemara is not done. The Gemara is going to try again. Ve'ema kimiyabim bechor lishko nachla. Kimiyabim pashat lo lishko nachla. So maybe you want to say, what's, what's bechor asher teleid? And it's not coming to teach me, um, you know, what, what's the exclusion of bechor specifically, or what, what's unique about it? That, again, yivim was all about nachla. Yivim was all about taking over the, the inheritance of the brother. So maybe, maybe yes, a Pashat can do Yibam, technically. The, the, the Pashat can marry the, the, the sister-in-law. However, the real concept of Yibam, which is taking the Nachla, that only applies to the Bechor. Maybe, maybe that's what HaBechor Shetelet is coming to teach me. So Amar Kra, Yakum Ashem Achiv, Varei Kam. What do you mean? The whole point is that the Pasuk says that, they should, that the, the Bechor Shetelet should step up, and, you know, Ashem Achiv. And he's, and he's going to do that. So, so you know, to, to do it without, without the Nachla, that's not really going to be the point. Right? The whole point is that he's going to, again, stand up and take, take the place of the brother in that very specific way. And that's not, one, that's not, uh, that's not going to happen. Um, fine. So, Ve'ela, so, Bechor, Dekai Rechwana Lamai, Hechasa. So, Gemar, you know, changes course and says, I'll tell you what the Pasuk is really coming to teach me. It's actually a bad thing in a certain sense. Legreza, right? It's actually a negative. The whole time we thought it was an advantage that the Bechor has. But here I'll tell you, it's not really an advantage. Why not? Ma Bechor So just like a Bechor, there's a rule in general with the Bechorah. We know the Bechor always gets Pishnayim. So you have, you know, you have, if you have three brothers, the father eventually passes away. You have three brothers. So what happens? So you take the three brothers, divide the Nachla four ways. The Bechor gets two, a right, double, and the other two brothers get one, you know, 25% each. That's how Bechor works. Okay? It's a whole reason to talk about halachic wills in the conversation uh, to avoid fights in the family. But that's how, that's how technically it works. So, but however, this Pishnayim, the extra that the, that the Bechor gets, he only gets it B'muchsak. He only gets that on that which the father already has. So, for example, if the father is waiting, let's say the father has his own father, and he's waiting to get his own inheritance from his father. So the, the Bechor, when he gets double, he only gets that when the father passes away, he only gets double in what the father already has. If there's Roy, the things that are coming to him, the Bechor does not get double in those items, or that you know, property or money or whatever it's going to be. He only gets double in Bechor, that which the father already has. So the so the. So the so the Gemara is saying here, what does it mean to say a Bechor? Why is it called Bechor? So the, what's, what's special here is that just like the Bechor gets Roy Kabamuchzak, so this guy who does Yibam, forget whether he's a Bechor or not. It's just that he has the same status as a Bechor. Why? Because he, he also, when he's taking that which belongs to the brother, 
right? That he's, he's marrying the brother's wife, whatever the brother's nachla is, he only gets that which is right, muchzak, not which is right, right? He, he only gets that, um, that amount, right? So Af Yabai, Rashi says in the third line there in Rashi, Af Yabam Hanota Pishnaim Binichse Aviv Chalko Vechelak Echav, right? Shemais Ena Nota Barakam Rosak. So what's going to happen? Again, if you have, just like a Bechor, it gets double. So this brother's going to get double, right? If there was, you know, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, and Reuven dies, right? So the, uh, let's just do, let's pretend that Reuven's not the Bechor. But, uh, and Shimon goes ahead and, uh, and takes, you know, Ruvain's Nachla, what's going to happen? So he also, in a certain sense, he's getting double, right? Because he's getting his, and he's getting Ruvain's. So when he gets Ruvain's, what does he get? Again, he gets that in the Muchzak, not in the Roy. So the same way he would get it double as a Bechor, he gets the double that he's getting from taking his brother's Nachla, only in the Muchzak, not in the Roy. And that's, in the end of the day, what this Pasuk is coming to teach me. We'll stop here and continue.